pull up a seat, snuggle with your dog, cuddle with your kitty, put on your headphones as you nuzzle with your horse. You found Dr. Andy's World Radio Show. This show is for those interested in empowerment, empowering you to know what you know about your animals, the world, and everything in between. Now, here's the host of the Dr. Andy's World Radio Show, animal facilitator, Dr. Andy Harper. Welcome, welcome, everybody. I'm so glad you are joining me today in and on Dr. Andy's World Radio Show here on Inspired Choices Network. Today, our animal magic topic is, I have a new puppy, now what? It is January 17, 2020, Season 2, Episode 7, and oh my goodness, I could probably talk about puppies for hours and hours and hours. And so we will see what shows up for this um, show and what do the puppies of the world want you to know about them and going beyond. So we are live, well, currently, not always, because you can always check the podcast. And you can join us in the chat room. So you can head over to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com on the homepage along the top. Click chat room, follow the little directions, and you can hop on in and see what um, myself, my fabulous giggly producer Keisha are up to, what we're chatting about. You can pop in questions, um, and you can join in on the fun. And how does it get any better than that? Okay, before we pop into puppies, I wanted, I had a, a little adventure, and actually this adventure happens every year. Um, Hubby and I go to the rodeo. So last week I talked about hunting, this week we talked about rodeo, and how many more buttons can I push, right? Um, in January, every year in Denver is National Western Stock Show. And I grew up outside of Chicago. I had no idea this stuff existed until I moved to Colorado when I was 16. And when I did that, I'm like, oh, how could they and how dare they? And, oh, it's a terrible, oh, my goodness. So I didn't go, actually, until I was in my 20s and I was in practice. And I'm like, you know what? Instead of just judging this, I need to see what this is all about. And so I took a trip down um, to the rodeo. We go to the rodeo. And it was interesting. And, you know, those cowboys that ride bulls, interesting. You know, all the booths, the whole lifestyle. And they actually have a term for it. They call it the Western lifestyle, which cracks me up. And it was fine, right? I, I can't say that. I was for it, against it. There's always points of view on how these animals are treated. And, you know, did I want to buy into that? Is it true? All of this stuff. And I got to say, I was then at another rodeo because, well, I do live in Colorado, up in Greeley. And midway through the show, they let out this huge, one of the bucking um, bulls, just him, all by himself in the middle of the arena. And he walked out there, and he looked at the crowd, and he ran over there, and he bucked around, and he ran over there. And it, I so thoroughly got the energy of, I know what my job is here, too. And I am here to entertain you, and I am a part of this. And these animals are bred for this. And you can see they enjoy the shit out of this as much as all the cowboys do. And 
people make a lot, a lot of money off these animals. They are taken care of. Um, of course, there's always the bad seeds in the group, but these animals are well cared for and they make these people a lot of money and they have been bred for this and they love it just as much as the, guy, as the guys do, as people do. And all the way from like, I didn't even grow up with 4-H. So to see this whole Western lifestyle a little later in life has been very interesting and I enjoy it one day a year. <laughs> I don't do much other than that, um, but it's still live and well and it, it's really, it's fun to see. So um, all of the points of view you do have about the rodeo, pro and con, align, agree, resist and react, and we destroy and uncreate all of them. Times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. And if you've never been, I recommend a good rodeo every once in a while. Um, and see, and really tap in to see how much fun these animals are also having, having with the whole thing. All right. Kind of, we're going to go from rodeos to puppies. Um, I have a new puppy. Now what? Now I have talked about puppies. I will continue to talk about puppies. Um, and if you have not seen the cutest little picture for this show, this puppy in this picture, this is why we don't kill puppies because they are that stinking cute, even after they eat our couches and poop on our floors and all of that jazz. Oh my gosh, he he or she is just darling. Check out that picture. Um, let me see. What are we? Where are we to go? My screen moved. Sorry about that, folks. So we're going to kind of jump ahead. Um, my usual, what I really like to talk about puppies is, you know, planning on a puppy. But sometimes, especially with the holidays, and that's why we're kind of like a few weeks out from the holidays, a puppy showed up. Maybe somebody got you a puppy. Maybe you got your kids a puppy. Um, maybe, you know, who knows what the circumstances are. Um, and now where do you go from here? Um, was there any planning for this puppy? Um, was it a surprise addition? Do you have a name? Are you ready for the house training, the crate training? Do you have puppy supplies? Do you have a puppy-friendly schedule, a puppy-friendly budget? <laughs> have you asked any questions at all? Um, and so I wanted to start with a question. And we're going to go back to, did you plan on that puppy? And everywhere you did plan ahead and, and you got it right, can we destroy and uncreate all that times a gazillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boy shorts and beyond. And everywhere you did not plan ahead and therefore you got it wrong, can we also destroy and uncreate all that times a gazillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boy shorts and beyond. Because everywhere you resist and react or align and agree limits what you can create. And all those points of view also limit what you can create. So. We're going to move past on, did you plan or not? That puppy has arrived, and now what? Um, I actually have, of course, the show contributed. Of course, the puppies contributed to the show. I had a longtime client. She was bringing in her two old gals to be adjusted, and I can see them, you know, sniffing around, and she's got a puppy on the leash. This is actually not unusual for this client because she's also a dog trainer. Um, I was assuming this was not her puppy. Uh, and that's fine too, right? She brings them along kind of for a different experience in a different place. And it's always just fine with me. And so she brings in this puppy. And she starts telling me um, how this puppy was scared of everything last week. 
but this puppy came running in this house like a ball of fire and tried to jump on the massage table and missed and tried again and fell again and ran around the table and right up to me and I untangled her and gave her cookies and ran back and I and I looked at my client I'm like scared of everything she's like well she just made a liar out of me because I guess she had not run up to anybody else like this before um and so being with Christy and doing some training has really helped this puppy so how cool is that so let's go how does an eight-week nine-week-old puppy end up with a dog trainer already Ha-ha. So here's the story. Um, Grandma and Grandpa bought the puppy, sent the puppy to wherever they were having Christmas, which I think she said was Florida. And then they, and so the, the kids could all have the puppy at Christmas. And then they popped the puppy back on a flight and flew it all the way back to Colorado. And then that family had a huge party, like right away. And then the puppy was, afraid of absolutely everything. And everywhere you went to, oh, the poor thing, can we destroy and uncreate all those points of view, times a gazillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pop, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. And everywhere you aligned and agreed or resisted and reacted to what this family did to this puppy, can we destroy and uncreate all of that, times a gazillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pop, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. Ah, right? Is that something you would choose for a puppy? No. Yes, maybe. But that's what we got here. And the result was a puppy couldn't handle that. Cool. This family knew who to call and had the means to call them. Are you prepared to call in a trainer if required for your puppy? Do you have any idea what a journey that is? Do you know how much dog trainers cost? Um, they thousands of dollars, possibly. Are you prepared for that? And everywhere you got a puppy, so you could sculpt it the way you want it, and you don't, you wouldn't have these problems. That's a decision, right? We decided that. We concluded that. Can we destroy and uncreate all that? Times a gazillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. This family may not have had a single point of view about shipping this dog around town and having a party. They just thought the puppy would go along with the game plan. The puppy did not. A different puppy may have. But everywhere you assume because it's a puppy, it'll just go along with the game plan, even though you probably don't even have a game plan. Can we destroy and uncreate all that times a gazillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. And what if after you have this puppy, it actually doesn't fit with your lifestyle? What if you aren't prepared or financially able to pay a trainer to board and train or come every week or whatever? And what if that's also okay? And what if acknowledging that actually creates the space to allow for change to occur. Because when you are deciding, concluding, um, trying to figure out your next step from a contracted, heartbroken state, how easy is that? How, How much can you create and how easy is that? It's not. And this also, when you like really acknowledge what's going on, 
doesn't mean you actually have to choose to rehome your puppy, right? It doesn't actually mean anything. It just acknowledges, okay, this may not work. <sighs> and everyone takes a breath. That's all. And who do I need to call? And get the puppy involved. You are dealing with a small little creature, but a very big being. All right, you want to stay here with us? Bring me the people I need to help me with you. Get them involved in the process. That may be the weirdest thing you've ever heard, but you get your puppy, get your animals, get your, hey, get your children involved. Hey, kids, who do you think we need to call about this? Who knows what will pop out of their mouth, right? Like, but when you ask a question, you create energy, you create a space to work with instead of contracting and and living in the trauma, drama, and upset of it all. Um, so Bunny Hill's family had the means and the know-how to call my client. Um, and it looks like her intervention in this is going to contribute greatly to the puppy and the family. How awesome is that? And I was talking with her, and she's like, I wasn't sure if what I could do for this puppy would be enough. And cool. So she she was allowing for that to occur too, which allows the animal to have choice in the whole process. Well, I was able to pick her up and, you know, we goofed around a little bit and she bit me because she, she, you also are dealing with a being that is not, um, has no uh, reservations on biting. Okay, cool. You have to actually acknowledge what being you have. <laughs> what dog is in front of you? As much as you may not like the fact that your puppy is able and willing to truly bite, this was not puppy play. I completely ignored her, held on to her. She settled down. She's like, well, shit, that didn't work. So you also have to find those people that are willing to be with your puppy and not react to the puppy. Because if they don't get a reaction and they don't get their way, oh, well, now what else can I choose here? didn't know where the show is going to go, and I still don't know where else we're going to go. But first, we are going to go ahead and take our first break. You are listening to Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with myself, Dr. Andy, here on Inspired Choices Network. We will be right back. Did you know Dr. Andy travels the world facilitating classes, empowering others, and talking to the animals? From Chicago to New York City to California to Texas, Europe, and Australia, while spending a good amount of time at home in Golden, Colorado, check Dr. Andy's schedule at accessdrandy.com. If you would like Dr. Andy to come to your area for animal sessions or classes, contact her for the possibilities at accessdrandy at gmail.com. Thank you for making Dr. Andy's World a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. 
eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with animal facilitator Dr. Andy. To participate in the program, call us in the U.S., 815-880-8255, Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to accessdrandy at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I am Dr. Andy here on Dr. Andy's World Radio Show. We are on Inspired Choices Network. And if you are just joining us and have a chance to head over to inspiredchoices.com and join us in the chat room, we would love to have your have you and your energy there, your comments, your questions. Um, you can also see what me and my producer, Keisha, are up to. Okay. What's, what, where are we? We're talking puppies. We're talking a very different puppy show, right? You have a puppy, now what? And a lot of people at the holidays get puppies. And now what, right? And everywhere you thought I was going to talk about training and and all of that stuff, ha, 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 ha. We're getting to the meat of the matter here. How's it getting better than that? Um, and we're going to start that with a question. So what is... I'm gonna, I haven't quite sculpted this question the way I think it really needs to read in the world, but I'm just going to say what it is. What is your demand of the puppy? See, we always go to we need to, as the people, we are fully responsible for our animals, and we need to take care of everything, and we need to decide everything, and they are, again, just along for the ride. And what if that's just the farthest and the craziest thing from the truth meaning and like I mentioned right before break is what if you got your animals involved in whatever process you are going through with them and right now we are creating right a new relationship with a new being that you would like to fit in everywhere right that is so what is your demand of that what does that look like and I have this great story I had an older woman find me, as people do in the strangest ways. Um, uh, through the internet, and she came in just for a bar session. She actually didn't bring in any of her animals, um, but she has a ranch at here close to my house, and so she brings she rescues animals. And so while I'm running her bars, we're talking about her animals and certain ones and this and. And she states this like this, and this was probably some of the most animal magic I've come across in a very long time. And I was so, so grateful she showed up um, to me to get her bars from. She goes, okay, this is my demand of the animals that come to my rescue. I I let them know what I'm willing to do, and then I ask them of what I need from them. And it's, um, A, you can come here but you need to be harmonious with all the other animals. Notice she didn't say like, right? She didn't say be nice. She said harmonious with all the other animals. I, and she's like, I am willing to feed you well, 
take care of you well, so you live well. But I, she is not willing to break the bank and spend all of her money on sick care. So if you want to just be sick, it's not going to work here. If you're not going to be harmonious, we will move you along to another home. So she had demands of herself for them, and then she had demands of them. So what is your demand of your puppy? It could be very similar to that. You need to be harmonious with everyone in the household. Um, I'm willing to feed you well, take care of you, have lots of fun, go for hikes. Um, maybe you don't want to go to dog parks, so you're not going to go there, but we'll go for hikes, right? Like, what is your demands? What are you willing to do? And are you willing to break the bank to take care of them? That's fine, right? You know, what? what is your demand of your puppy? And what is the demand of you with this puppy? And what can you create together? Yes, thanks to put in here, having a deal and deliver. That's essentially what that is. Um, but I like the harmonious part. I've always asked animals to be sweet to each other. That's another word you can use. You never ask them to like them, right? Because it's like me asking you to like everybody. It's just plain old brood. It's, and it's not, and it's not possible, right? So why set anybody or any being up for failure? Um, you know, she's, I can, you know, where, I don't even know where, that just fried my brains. Everything that is, times a godzillion, was sure and uncreated all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shirts, and yans. But get that puppy involved with the whole process. <laughs> yep, whoop, a new topic. There we go. Um, house rules. What are your house rules? I find this trips up more people, more families than anything else. There was never a discussion of the house rules. And even though that puppy is in your house peeing on your floor right now, let's sit down, have a fun family meeting. And everywhere family meeting strikes the fear into your heart. Please <laughs> try to create all that. Um, pot and pock, pot and pock, pot and pock, right? And come up with the house rules. Is the puppy allowed on all the furniture or just one piece of it? Um, are they are they going to potty anywhere in the yard, or do you want a certain spot? Um, will they not potty in the yard? Will they always be walked? Like, what are your house rules? And everyone has to agree on them. And that doesn't mean force dad to do whatever everybody else wants, or force mom to take care of a dog that she doesn't even want. Like, what are the house rules? And what if? The puppy can go on this piece of furniture, but nothing else. You know what? They can figure that out, right? What if, and then you're like, okay, I only want them to poop in this part of the yard. How does one do that? Great question. Start by going to YouTube. There might be some good pointers and you might get so far. And if you've got an easy puppy that wants to please you, it might be just fine. And you have to be willing to bring in the trainer if that's not working, but you still would like that to be as part of your house rules. So what are your house rules? Um, what trainer would you like? And what if you are able to start looking right now? And what if your puppy goes to their first puppy class a little later because you did a little more research? What class time is going to work? What do the reviews say? What do friends say? What type of trainer do you have? want? What kind of dog do you have that requires what kind of training? 
you have a King Charles or you have a German Shepherd, you might require a different trainer, you might not. But let's be aware of what animal that you have in front of you. And one of my favorites when it comes to that is being aware of what the animal is in front of you is what is cute at let's say eight pounds is not cute at 80. So be aware if that puppy is sleeping in bed with you now and turns into an 80 or 180 pound animal later, how is that going to work in your bed? And then how do you train that behavior out of an animal? That is much more difficult than training a behavior, I'm going to say it, into an animal. It's not really into the animal. But getting what you require in the beginning is so much easier than trying to change what you don't require in the end. <laughs> Right, so whatever is cute, itty bitty is not when they're big. Jumping up, right? It's so cute when they all eat your knees. Well, when they about take out grandma at 100 pounds, not so cute. And then what do you do? The animal gets in trouble. Not really their fault, right? It's not their fault at all. That's what's been allowed. So it kind of rolls back into house rules. What does everybody, what is going to work for everybody in that household? Um, classes, puppy classes, you know, and that kind of goes along with um, vaccines because what classes can you go to that require what vaccines? Most classes require all your puppy vaccines. Are you going to follow the traditional um, rules of what is normal and regular in this reality when it comes to vaccines or are you going to take a different route? And that different route may delay being able to go to class. That different route may, re may um, not allow you to go to this class, you might have to go over a little farther away because they have a different policy when it comes to vaccines. That's called phone calls, research, what, it, what are you willing to do? If it's just easier to follow, follow what your vet says, get them vaccinated, get them to this class and that works for everybody, awesome, awesome. But it's what you choose, what you, you're not even choosing, you're just going along. It's when you're unaware of what you are choosing that it will bite you in the butt. <laughs> and if you want some more information on vaccines, Dr. Jasek will be joining me on February 7th, and we're going to talk about vaccines and what you may not be aware of about them, and more on what you may not be aware of with the law. And actually, she has this great client of hers. She um, vaccinates all the puppies, so she'll talk about monovalent, I think is what they're called, but the single vaccines and how to utilize them differently um, and, quote, unquote, protect your puppy. So. That's coming up on Dr. Andy's World on the 7th, so don't miss that. Um, crate training, let's touch on it. What's your point of view of crate training? How many of you have got the puppy on Christmas and has already given up because the puppy didn't like it? <laughs> Everything that is, that's why you're trying to uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and yet. And I talk from experience. I did this. I got my black standard poodle jacks. He went into the crate. Um, he cried all night for two nights. I gave up. He didn't like it. Now I I don't give a shit is more my answer on that. And not in a mean way. Because <laughs> when your puppy's whining at night, it's annoying. They are fine. They are safe. And what I needed to do was just give them a couple more nights to get used to it. 
because again, it bit me in the ass. Because later when I had houses I needed to show and I wasn't home, I couldn't do a lot of showings because he wouldn't go in the kennel. He was just running around the house and he wasn't going to let anybody in the house. I needed to put him up because I had painters in the house. Couldn't put him anywhere. I put him in the bathroom once. He ate the bathroom. Like, it was really quite difficult um, until, oh, this, until I dropped him off at the groomers once. And he was probably five or six at this point. So I've been struggling with, he won't go in the kennel for years. Um, always, my again, my fault. I, you know, whatever. And she's like, get in. And he runs right into a kennel. And I'm like, oh, buddy. Ever since then, he would go into the kennel for me because he got caught. And that's also the kind of relationship I had with him and the energy I be with him. Like, oh, if you can do that, you can do it for me. And he was like, you could, oh, I knew it. But he's like, ah, shit, you caught me, right? So how much are your animals and your puppies trying to get away with um, that you allow them by you know, they're whining, they're crying, they don't like this buying into all of that. Times a godzillion, we just try and uncreate all that. Times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. Holy moly. I think I fried a few brains. That went really, really fast. I talked really fast. You may want to listen a couple times. Um, and we're going to go and take... <laughs> He's just like, just a little... Um, I have so much I want to put in this show today, but we are going to take another break. Um, you are listening to Dr. Andy's World Radio Show um, with myself, Dr. Andy, here on Inspired Choices Network. We will be right back. Did you know Dr. Andy travels the world facilitating classes, empowering others, and talking to the animals? From Chicago to New York City to California to Texas, Europe, and Australia, while spending a good amount of time at home in Golden, Colorado. Check Dr. Andy's schedule at accessdrandy.com. If you would like Dr. Andy to come to your area for animal sessions or classes, contact her for the possibilities at accessdrandy at gmail.com. Thank you for making Dr. Andy's world a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if the world doesn't function the way we've been told? What if we truly can bend the laws of physical reality? What if we can end limitation? What if weird were the coolest thing you could be? And what if it's time for a totally different reality? Are you ready to create it? Are you ready to dream as big as you dare? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything in my life changed for me. This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Gandhi, Galileo, and Aristotle all knew to be true. It's not about the answer. It's about being the question, always. It's about truly being you, whatever that looks like, and changing this world. Is now the time? Start by signing up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. That's beingyouclass.com. What if you are the gift and the change this world requires? Beingyouclass.com. This is Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with animal facilitator Dr. Andy. To participate in the program, call us in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. 
You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to accessdrandy at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Dr. Andy's world. And I have a new puppy now. What? Oh, my goodness. I ran through everything I wanted to cover really super duper fast in segment one and two. Um, it gets me so excited that I went really fast. So I apologize. But re-listen. And everywhere you screwed up everything with your last puppy, or so you think, because if nothing's right and nothing's wrong, will you destroy and uncreate all that? Times a gazillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all my boy shorts and beyond. And the one question for the next time, whatever that may look like, is who would like to come live with me and work with what I've got going on in my life and living? Like, who's going to fit, right, after those beings to show up? And then a lot of it falls into place after that. It's one of my favorite things. That's one of the things I did with um, my cats. Um, easiest, peasiest cats I've ever owned. Not that I own them, they own me. Um, what I did with the Doberman, what I did not do with the Poodle, that's a story for another day. See? I this A lot of this has come from um, doing it, being it, messing it up myself. So, and how much fun can you have with your puppy? Because there is a puppy for Pete's sake. How much fun can you have, right? All right. So let's jump into what's coming up soon, what's going on in Dr. Andy's world. Um, we have, we, I always mention my free membership. Um, if you're not um, on that list, you're, you're missing out on some of the emails, you're missing out on some of the links and some of the additional information that comes out after each show. Um, we'd love to have you there. We try not to inundate you with stuff, um, but you do get two emails a week. Um, you can find that link on the podcast page um, of this show. You can also head over to Facebook, Dr. Andy Harper. You can sign up there. You can click like. We'd love to have you. Um, we do still have the monthly subscription going on, Positive Possibilities, which if you are one of those folks with a new puppy and the clearing loop that would come from the show, if you played that regularly in the background during the day or at night, could also contribute to a lot of space and a lot of change and um, a lot of ease with what you are creating with your puppy. So this Positive Possibility is the clearing loops, all these clearings, all the pod pocking all that crazy weird shit um, in a PDF and in an audio for every show of the month. And then you they all show up in your email box on the 5th. So like, what is It's January. It'll show up February 5th, and you'll have all the clearings for all the shows. And you can play them to create ease and space in your life, in your animal's life. Um, so, oh, yeah, and it's only $5. So come on, people. What are you waiting for? You can do that also on the podcast page. Oy, oy, oy. Um, <laughs> I just need a giggle space. Hang on. <laughs> oh, yes. And Casey reminds me, the first two months are free. You can try it out and you cancel anytime. Um, coming up, we have a free Zoom, a free web webinar Zoom, whatever you want to call it. Does my animal really love me? We are capitalizing 
in February on Valentine's Day. This is February 11th, 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. You do need to register. It is free, but you will need to register. That link is on the podcast page. and It will also be coming out um, in the emails if you're a free mem- on the free membership email list. Um, Elena, talk about love and our animals. Keisha says, just scroll and click on the podcast page. And in March, the only problem with my animal is my husband. And we're and that's March 31st, also 7 p.m. It's, again, a free Zoom you'll also have to register for. That one's going to kind of touch on what we touched on in this show about house rules and being congruent as a household and what that can create. So the only problem with my animal is my husband is when people are not on the same page um, and what that creates and how to kind of create a change with that. And then in May coming up is the five days to change bars and foundation over Mother's Day weekend. Um, And so if you're really liking this access stuff and you'd like to hang out with me more, um, you might want to pick the class. You might want to choose it if it's light, if it's bubbly, if you think it could change your life, which when I did my five days to change nine, ten years ago, it's been a rocket ship ever, ever since. So coming up in May, Mother's Day retreat. Yep. <laughs> we can talk about kids. Um, and it actually would be a retreat and a treat for moms. Um, yeah. So more information on that. Um Next week's show, next week's show is no, <laughs> I, I, I might be um, poking some more people here, Keisha. Um, next week's show, January 24th, um, no kill is the right way, right? Was, I do have a guest. Um, she's a client. She's a dog trainer, and she has worked in many different uh, shelter rescue organizations here in Colorado and California. And we're just going to talk about um, no kill. Is it the right way? Um, Is it not the right way? What if there is no right way? And what if if we really want to create change and really want to create something different for all the animals on this planet, um, what if we all just need to be interesting point of view about everything? Ha, 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 ha. And what if nothing's right and nothing's wrong? So. I'm really looking forward to this um, conversation. Uh, I Join me if you dare. And <laughs> that'll be next week on Dr. Andy's World here on Inspired Choices Network. Um, Marissa and I will be live on Friday, 3 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. So that's 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, and 2 p.m. Pacific. So if you want to get in the chat room and you have um, some comments and questions, um, that show's going out live, and then you can always catch it later all over different um, platforms across the internet as a podcast. All right, my friends, let's take another break. I have so many questions in the Ask Dr. Andy section segment that I really want to get to those. So you are listening to Dr. Andy's World here on Inspired Traces Network. We will be right back. Did you know Dr. Andy travels the world facilitating classes, empowering others, and talking to the animals? From Chicago to New York City to California to Texas, Europe, and Australia, while spending a good amount of time at home in Golden, Colorado. Check Dr. Andy's schedule at accessdrandy.com. If you would like Dr. Andy to come to your area for animal sessions or classes, 
Contact her for the possibilities at accessdrandy at gmail.com. Thank you for making Dr. Andy's world a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com This is Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with animal facilitator Dr. Andy. To participate in the program, call us in the U.S., 815-880-8255, Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to accessdrandy at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Dr. Andy's World here on Inspired Choices Network. We are in our final segment, and that is Ask Dr. Andy. So this is turning into one of my my favorite segments. It, it might take over some shows in totality, but we'll see how it goes. So I actually, we have quite a few different ones. I'm not sure if we'll get to all of them, but... Um, Keisha from Texas <laughs> um, sent in a question. It was so cute. She's like, hi, Dr. Andy. I have a friend who considers lunch meat cold cuts a great snack for their dog. And I am just curious about the sodium content creating issues for the dog. Is sodium potentially harmful to dogs? Um, They actually, I didn't know which direction I wanted to go with this for a second. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh. Um, they actually add sodium and salt to dried kibble. There's actually and canned. So there's salt and sodium in their food. And I looked it up and my math skills are just not good enough to actually make sense of how much is in there. Okay. And and I get the sense that it's probably similar to us. As long as there's not too much, it's just fine, right? And then with us and high blood pressure in humans and cardiac stuff, and again, ask the body. And what was more interesting is considers a great snack for their dog. Um, I'm not. Is that like their entire, like, do they get almost like a third meal in between as a snack? Um, when, if and when I do any lunch meat, I tend, because I'm that 
person, I tend to go with um, stuff that doesn't have the nitrates and nitrites in it. That stuff tends to, quote unquote, bother me more for myself and my animals than the sodium content. Okay? And then, aha, your dogs, I'm, I'm assuming, yeah, dogs, cats aren't, probably weren't going to eat it any which way. I don't know. Maybe I have a strange cat. But dogs are also designed to eat old stuff out of the trash can. So, you know, mine actually sometimes get cut up lunch meat into their food because it's kind of not, you know, kind of going bad. Instead of throwing it out, they get a little bit. So what if it's all about rotation, variety, and nothing's right and nothing's wrong, and what would it take to all be an interesting point of view about what whoever, whatever, anybody chooses with their animals? Everything that is, times a gazillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, call, nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. So I don't know if I actually answered that at all, but... <laughs> I, my animals get a lot of everything, but, you know, actually it, it amazes me more when people say, oh, they've never had people food. I'm like, well, that's too bad. They've been eating like just plain old kibble their entire lives. That's kind of boring. And what if the not boring and the rotation and the different foods and the roast beef and maybe, you know, a bite of ham here and there actually contributes to their biome and what they are able to digest? Because I tell, you know, I say this to people, you know, they're designed to eat garbage. Like, that's really what their guts are designed for. Now, our domesticated dogs, not so much, right? But if you only feed one kibble their entire lives and they do get into the trash and they get really sick, it's because that biome is so small. They cannot handle the variety. So what if instead of trying to make what they eat so small, we try to make it bigger and add more variety and different stuff, even if it's just a bite here and there. Again, what if everything's just an interesting point of view, right? Okay. Next question is from Kim in Wisconsin. Um, she has two rescue dogs, a lab mix and a lab boxer pit bull mix. The boxer mix is always looking for snakes and rabbits and squirrels and cats to mink anything to chase and kill. Not just happy watching or sniffing at things. She's like, am I projecting or is that fact? So yesterday I went outside with them both to do chores and while I was in the chicken coop, both dogs took off to the old garbage hill down in our field to sniff around. I didn't know this until I heard the dogs fighting with something. I started to walk really fast over there, and in the meantime, I zapped the shock collar to stop the action going on. Gracie wore the collar because she is the one that tends to lead the other away and get into trouble. Gracie stopped fighting, ran back at me, and Rosie followed. Now, here I sit with wounds on both dogs, bite marks on ears, chin, head, lip, just small bites that cause bleeding. I cleaned them both up giving calendula remedy and using olive leaf extract internally help. I keep saying inside that they are going to get infection or rabies, etc. I have pock and pod projections. Can you help me here? My thoughts and the dogs physically. Well, Kim, you're on the right track, right? Um, if you are worried that the, the wounds are going to get infected or they're going to get rabies or something, 
what you worry about, what you project, your points of view is what you will create. So everything that is, I'm going to do only just try and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, choice, and beyond. So you're on the right track. Keep going with that. And truth, um, she says she's, hope, she's listening, truth, um, are, they, are they going to have a problem with this, yes or no? And this is something you can ask yourself with other situations with your animals. Um, does this require the vet, yes or no? Um, is, are they going to have a problem with this, yes or no? No, okay, cool. Because once you, or yes, all right, what, do we need to go to the vet now or later? Okay, later. You know, whatever that is, that's called following the energy. Okay, what if that trumps all? And what if once you get that hit, energetic hit, that will calm down the thoughts of, oh, my God, now what's going to happen? Oh, my God, now they're really hurt. Oh, my God, they're going to get rid. Oh, my God. Right? Is any of that actually true or is that what is the fear, the fear information that's been projected at us from the veterinary um, institution for how long? Right? How do they control us pretty much across all subjects is through fear, right? And what if you don't buy into that and actually know your animals, actually get clear on the energy from them? And actually have their back with what with what occurred. Um, just keep pod talking. All those Pez Juniors you placed on on Rosie and Gracie about this altercation can I now destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod pock, all nine boy shorts and beyond. And keep doing what you're doing. And keep an eye on on um bites and infection and anything that might change in your animals. Right? Because we don't just pod pock in a bubble. We also have to be aware of what else can occur. But if you are aware of all things and willing to handle all things and deal with things and be aware of all things, you have so much more choice. Um, like all of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. Does not mean everything is great, awesome, all the time and positive. It is how you handle everything that shows up in your life and living with ease, joy, and glory. Right? <sighs> and um, I would also um, acknowledge um, Gracie. I'm assuming it didn't quite correlate here, but I'm gonna. I'm all right. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna assume and I'm gonna proceed that she is. The very busy boxer lab mix is Gracie. And the more you actually acknowledge and congratulate her on her mischief, the less you might actually get. All of your resistance and reaction to what Gracie chooses to do and how much trouble she gets into and all of the busyness, can we destroy and uncreate all that? Times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy shorts and beyond. Okay, girls. That looked like it went well. Did you kill it? Like, what if we also acknowledged our animals for being animals? Like, what else are dogs supposed to go do, right? And then you have two dogs, so then you have a little bit of pack mentality. So how can you acknowledge what's going on for them, too, that then allows for more space for more change to occur for them and for you? Um, and you know what? You choose to mess with that animal, look what happens. 
and that's it. And that's how it's delivered. And that's how the energy behind it. Yeah. Next time, maybe, you know, go after a rabbit or something. Oh, my God, Dr. Andy, how could you say that? Everything that is, times a godzillion, destroying and good, bad, pot, back, all nine boy shorts in yet. Because they are dogs at the end of the day. Um, <laughs> um, one really quick, not really, well, it's going to have to be quick, um, because we're coming to the end. Um, let me ask this question before I get into this. What magic is actually possible for us to tap into with our animals and co-create something we have never imagined possible? Love that question. I'm trying to get it in on every show. Um, I had a text um, from a friend, and she wanted to know how to search my other shows for just anxiety. And I haven't done a show just on that topic, so maybe we need to throw that into the hopper. Um, but her friend just adopted a dog that was shot twice with a BB, um, only likes females, and is scared of the dad. So I sent her to what's beyond the story. So everywhere they're buying into the story of she only likes females and that she's scared of dad. Um, can we just try and create all that times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. Um, how much, what are all the points of view they bought from the rescue and that story the rescue gave them about this dog that is limiting what can change and how this dog can be in her new environment. Um, so ask, you know, ask those questions. And everywhere I got upset because the dog was shot twice with a BB. Can we destroy and uncreate all those points of view times a godzillion? Right? Good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, pants. And how? Um, and how and what? can everyone be to now allow this animal and them to move beyond the story with total ease? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. So that's a good one. And then um, do we lie to our animals? There's another one in there. Shoot. Check out the old shows. There's a lot back there. I want to thank you all again for listening to Dr. Andy's World radio show here on Inspired Choices Network. I will be back next week. Until then, your points of view create your animals. Thank you for choosing to listen to Dr. Andy's World. Dr. Andy will return next Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until next time, how different are you willing to be with your animals, the planet, and your world?